Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
Thank you, Lord God. There is no one so worthy. There is no one so faithful. My God. There is no one so worthy. There is no one so faithful. I feel the peace of God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love. I hear you, Father. My God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I magnify you. My God, I glorify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. You are so faithful. You are so good. You are so merciful. I feel your peace. My God, I feel your presence. My God, enveloping your, us in your love. My God, your word says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God, I thank you. My God, I bless you, I praise you. I glorify you, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God. We bless you, we praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God, we glorify you, we magnify you, we lift up the name of Jesus, we bless your holy name, we bless your holy name, we bless your holy name. My God, you are righteous, my God, you are wonderful, you are the Prince of Peace, you are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords, you are the Great I Am. My God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, my God, Holy Spirit, we welcome you in. My God, Holy Spirit, we welcome you in. My God, Jesus, give us your holiness, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for our reasonable portion. We thank you for our daily bread. In Jesus' name, amen. So, um, hold on. <laughs> I want to talk to you this morning about commanding your morning, commanding your day. Um, and I just have been going through some things again and again in my head um, about, you know, what the Lord says about us. And ooh, come on now, we have to know what the Lord says about us so that we don't operate in self-importance. We have to know what the Lord says about us um, so that we... Um, operate in the mind of Christ. We have to know what the Lord says about us. Romans 12 and 2 tells us, be not conformed to the ways of this world, 
Um, and I'm giving you some verbiage in there. This is not establish your fact in what the word says. Understand what the word is saying. Renewing your mind in the word. Um, many of us are good at doing the spiritual things of God, but not responding, not living at them. And this morning, I just kept hearing the Lord say, command your morning, command your day. And this is something I do often. But he said to me, he said, you got to know the whys. Like, you got to know why you're speaking what you're speaking over yourself, right? If you don't know why you're speaking what you're speaking over yourself, if you don't know what the word says about you, then what happens is there's a loophole and the enemy is looking up looking for a loophole and many and I'm not talking about self-importance I'm not talking about um, the things that the world is t saying having us to brag on ourselves I'm not talking about this but being established in the Word of God so that you can seal the cracks this is how you command your morning this is how you set, and I'm gonna give it to you through the word this is how you set the tone of your day <laughs> This is what the words is saying about you. This is what you're speaking over yourself in the word. But why do I say these things? Where does this come from? How do I operate in this level of authority? Most of us have been really built up in a lot of self-importance. Most of us have been built up in some of the things that the world says, right? We keep hearing this thing about manifesting. My God, my God, my God, the Lord has... First of all, we don't manifest anything. We bring our lives, our lives come in divine alignment with the word of God. Um, we have to be careful. It's not saying that we don't produce things with our words. We absolutely produce things with our words. But what we're doing is we're walking in the fulfillment of our destiny. The books have already um been written about us and we have to be careful with this because we'll start um, using things that the world is using and it's almost going to come off witchcraftish. It's always going to come off like we can manipulate um, things to make things happen. We cannot manipulate God to make things happen. We come in alignment with our destiny. And so most of us have soul, our souls, come on, Holy Spirit, speak to me through me this morning. Most of us, our souls have been tied to the wrong thing. And so we come to the word of God to reestablish our souls, to, to, to heal our souls, to heal the hurt that's in us, to build up our mind, to renew us in the mind in the mind of Christ. And so when we are renewed in the mind of Christ, we say exactly what God says. My God, we say exactly what God says, because what we're doing is we're tearing down strongholds. We're tearing down wicked imaginations. We're tearing down things that have exalted itself against the word of God for so long and the reason we want to deal with it and know what the word of God says and say what the word of God says often because this is how we're going to renew our mind and this is how we take back the the damage the damage that's done in our soul remember our soul is our will our mind our emotions all of those things are in our soul. All those things are happening in our soul. So the tragedies and the things that we've experienced, our spirit is what's in alignment with God. Our spirit is what responds to the word of God. But when our soul has had traumatic experiences, when our soul um, has um tragedies that occurred we we hold those things tight in our soul right and so we have to be careful because 
Um, this world will give us cliches that the devil knows has loopholes in it. Come on, y'all. The world will give us a, well, I'm self-made. No, baby, you ain't never self-made. You ain't never, you can't ever be self-made because if you're self-made, then you're probably not in God's perfect plans. So we, and the devil is looking for us to be in self-importance. Proverbs um, 18 and 12 says, before disaster, the heart of the man is haughty and filled with self-importance. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Before disaster, the heart of a man is haughty and it fills with self-importance, but humility comes before honor, right? And this is not bragging in ourselves. This is understanding why we say what we say and what the word says, right? Um, my confidence is in Christ Jesus. My confidence is not in the things of this world. My confidence is not even in my own skills and abilities and talents. I'm going to work in my skills, abilities, and talents because God gave me those skills and abilities and talents. But I'm not going to supersede those skills, abilities, and talents above God. My God, God can take something broken and make it out of nothing. Come on, y'all. Come on now. There's so many instances in the Bible. God can take something broken and make it, make it out of nothing. My God, Moses stammered. Come on, y'all. Rahab was a harlot. Come on now. Jacob was a trickster. Come on, y'all. Jabez's main name meant he was in pain. God can take something out of nothing and turn it into whatever he wishes, whatever he wills. Paul was on an onslaught. He was on the way persecuting and killing for the church. So we have to be built up. When we say command our mourning, we have to be built up in what the word of God says because the enemy is crafty. He is deceptive. He is looking for you to have fault. He is looking for you to have confidence in yourself. He is looking for you to build yourself up back greater than God. He's even looking for you to have a false sense of humility where you really bragging on yourself and not on the word of God. So what is God saying about me? How do I set the trajectory of my day in the word of God? And not that I'm just saying it because if I say it, and, and, and I don't understand it and I don't have revelation behind it. Guess what's happening? I'm going to mimic it. And then guess what happens when I mimic it? Listen, when I mimic it, um, when there's no strength to it, when there's no revelation in it, what's going to happen is I'm going to come right back to the same place, to the same test in the same moment, in the same hour, probably at the exact same time of the year, right? Doing some of the same things and I'm going to fail because I was only mimicking. I did not get revelation of why we say I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I don't have real revelation of why I'm saying my daddy, I'm the apple of my daddy's eye. What does it mean for me to be the apple of my dad's eye? I don't have real revelation. And can I tell you that this, when we start, when people, this is like the least, I'm not going to say the least responsive. This is the hardest place for most people because most people have never learned how to talk to themselves like this. No, most people have not learned how to take the word, word of God to build the foundation, to seal up the cracks, to understand. We'll say all the time, by his stripes I'm healed. Well, why by his stripes are you healed? You're healed. Why by his stripes? What happened in those stripes? What happened on the cross? 
What power did he take back? He was wounded for you. So then what happens if healing doesn't manifest? Does it mean that I'm not a child of God? Does it mean that I'm not of God? No, he was still wounded for my transgressions. He was still bruised for my iniquities. He was still chastised for my peace. And by his stripes, I'm healed. Well, does that mean if I don't get healed on this side that I'm not healed? No, because the word of God actually tells me I'm so much better on the other side. I have to create stability with the word of God so that there's not loopholes and I fall through the crack because the enemy is going to apply pressure. Come on, y'all. There are going to be tests that come. So if I don't understand why, if I don't understand the why, if I don't have divine revelation, then the why, it's almost like if you're walking, right? You're walking on the road. This is how the enemy does. He's going to wait to see if your footing is sure. And he's going to take, he's going to take that rug and yank it outside, out, out from under you. And as soon as the rug is yanked from outside, out, out from under you, your response to your fall. Oh my God. Your response to your money being funny. Your response to the breakup. Come on, y'all. Your response. Your response to your business not doing so well. Your response to people walking out on you. Your response to what people are saying about you. Your response to all of that has to do with what you're rooted and established in. Remember, at the very beginning of this, we almost at the four-year mark of Coffee and Conversations. I said, if you have five scriptures that you had revelation of, I would rather you have the quality over the quantity. Because if you have the quality, if you know where God is, if you know what the word of God is saying, you'll start living in that. You'll stop operating in it. My girl Jen said the other day, you will not operate in an orphan spirit. If you can, I just, you will not operate in the spirit of rejection. You will not operate in insecurity. The enemy will come in like a flood and the word will become a standard because the word of God has already told us persecution going to come. My God, you're not going to be for everybody. Everybody is not going to like you, but you got to know, you got to know what the word says. You got to be established in the fact of what God is saying about you. If you're going to quote, we are chosen people. We are royal priesthood. Why are you a chosen people? Why are you a royal priesthood? You got to know why you're a chosen priesthood. The, the scripture, Proverbs 18, 12, we come, quote it all the time, right? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And those that, those that love it will eat its fruit, right? So, we, what are you eating the fruit of? Come on now. If those that love what, so, so we don't, we don't pause. What am I eating the fruit of daily, right? If I'm eating the fruit of bitterness, if I'm eating the fruit of condemnation, if I'm eating, if I'm letting those thoughts, come on now. If I'm letting those thoughts in my head, one second, one minute, if I'm not capturing those thoughts, I'm going to eat the fruit of whatever I'm saying. I'm going to eat the fruit of whatever I'm thinking. The word has to be so intentional by saying, cast down wicked thoughts. Every Imagine anything that exalts itself. Are you thinking on things that are pure, that are noble? My God, come on now. That a good report. What am I eating? I'm thank you, Jess, 21. 18 and 21. What am I eating on? What am I eating on? What am I saying? So when we say command your morning, this isn't something to pump you up. This isn't wizardry. This isn't magic. This isn't what warlock. These are things that you need to be saying over yourself daily. You need to, these aren't 
phrases. This is the word of God. This is you choosing what kind of life you have. This is you choosing what kind of words you're going to speak. This is you choosing your words wisely. James 3 tells us our tongues are the rudder. Come on now. Our tongues are the rudder. Your tongue is a rudder. Your tongue is giving you direction for where you're going. But I got to know why I'm saying what I'm saying. I got to have a plan. Can I tell you this? You got a plan to command your day. You got to be intentional to get up. It's not up. It's not enough. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. No, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Why can I do all things that Christ? It's spiritual. It's strengthening. It's a world conquering promise but guess what most people don't believe it come on y'all most people don't believe they can do all things through christ that because when an opportunity prevent presents itself come on holy spirit for me to do i shrink back come on when an opportunity presents itself for me to go i shrink back my thoughts shrink back to i don't know if i'm worthy my thoughts shrink back I don't know if I can have that. My my thoughts shrink back to, well, I don't know if I can overcome that. My thoughts shrink back to confessing and saying things that I don't believe or I don't know, right? Does that mean that everything is possible in the natural? No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying this is when we say all things are possible, when we say all things, when we, when we say we can do all things through Christ's strengthening me, Right? These things are impossible. These things include the impossible things as well. These things include things that may not happen. So if I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, then I got the strength for my marriage. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Then I got the strength for my marriage. Then I got the strength for my wayward child. Then I got the strength for the addiction. My God. And then the strength isn't in me. The strength is in Christ. Come on now. I got the strength to overcome because the Lord has told me his sustaining grace will be sufficient for me. So then when I quote, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. It means I'm not doing it in my own strength. It means I'm not doing it in my own capability. It means I'm not doing it on my own power. It means the first thing that I'm doing when opposition comes my way is getting down on my face before the Lord and finding my strength in him. Daddy, I don't have enough for this. I need you to give me your strength. Your word says I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Christ, I need your strength. I don't have enough for this. I don't know the right words to say. I don't have the power. I need you to be like Gideon. I need you to show up in my life. I don't have enough people with me. I don't have enough energy. I don't have enough resources. But the word of God says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. My God. My God, why? Because this is what the word says. I don't find my strength in myself. I don't find my strength in my abilities. I don't find my strength in, in, in the things that I know I do. No, this level, I got to have your strength, daddy. You're calling me into something I'm not equipped to do. You're calling me into something that's greater than my degrees. You're calling me into something that's bigger than my talents. You're calling me into places I ain't never been. You're calling me to, to into tables that I may not even be qualified 
qualified for. But with the greatness of you working inside of me, with your strength manifesting, with you carrying me on wings like eagles, my God, I can run. My God, I can walk. My God, and I will not faint. My God, yes, because the authority is in the Lord. I'm not putting, remember the scripture here? I'm not putting anything on self-importance. I'm not putting anything on my titles. I'm not putting anything on my degrees. I'm not putting anything on my tenure. I'm putting it all on the word of the Lord. I'm putting it all on Lord. I'm trusting God to be God. I'm trusting that the greater one that is in me, my God, is doing a greater work in me. Come on, y'all. So when I confess that, when I stand in that, guess what? All things means all. Woo! All things, can I tell you something? We limit, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me to all the things and capabilities of what we can do. All things mean all. My God, can you write that in your notes this morning? All things mean all. That means Christ will give me the strength for absolutely everything, even the most impossible situations, even my debt, every even my boss with their bad attitude, even my healing. My God, Christ will give me the strength to defy the doctor's reports. Come on now. He'll give me the strength. My God, why? Can I tell you this? And when I say this, I need to use this. I need to say this when I don't feel like I'm good enough. Come on now. When I don't feel like I'm qualified, when the spirit of the Lord is speaking to me and saying to me, go after this promotion. This promotion is yours, right? And you, oh Lord, I don't know if I qualify for this. My resume don't even say what Sheila said down the street. Sheila been on the job more than 20 years. And the Lord is saying to you, it's time for promotion. Come on now. When the Lord is saying to you, it's time for your own talk show. Come on now. When the Lord is saying to you, I'm going to give you keys to the building. Come on now. When the Lord is saying to you, I'm going to purchase and buy the land. This ain't about your credit. This ain't on your credit store. Yep. You need to practice stewardship. But when those are... This is when I wield my sword. This is when I wield the word of God. My God, this is when I take the word of God and use it to my advantage. This is what it means to champion in the word of God. This is what you whisper back at the devil when he's whispering in your ear that it's impossible. My God, no, it ain't impossible. Why? Because I can do all things through God, which strengthens me. I can do all things with God, which strengthens me. I can get the promotion. My God, the business can happen. My God, my God. Oh my God. Even when you feel God calling you to a place to get married again, come on, Holy Spirit. And your heart is broken and you devastated. No, Lord, I hear you telling me this. I hear you. I feel you setting things in motion. I'm not going to rely on my strength for this marriage. I'm not going to rely on myself for this relationship. Now I can do all things through God which strengthens me. My God. Another word. If God is for me. Now can I tell y'all something? This one right here, it makes me a little it don't make me foolish, but it make me a little gangster. If God is for me, who, who, who can be against me? If God is for me, come on, y'all. Romans 8 and 31. This not a thought. This not just an idea. This not something we say. My God. God said, I'll contend with those 
who contend with you. If God is for me, see, this is the one make me a little, mm, if God is for me, not in me, in him, if God is for me, who can be against me? If God has called me to something, who can be against me? My God, if God is for me, then I have to believe if God is for me, no one, no demon, no devil in hell has any authority. Nothing the enemy can plan against me will work. The reason nothing the enemy can plan against me will work is because God is for me. If God is for me, who can be against me? Why am I spending time and energy on anything else than the fact, wait, God called me to this. God purposed me for this. My God, God gives me the advantage. Come on, y'all. God gives me the advantage when it looks like I'm disadvantaged. Come on now. God gives me the advantage when I look like I'm disadvantaged. Why? Because God is for me. If God is for me, who can be against me? Who can be against me? My boss can't be against me. Come on now. My physical symptoms, fibromyalgia can't be against me. Diabetes can't get be against me. Migraine headaches can't be against me. Back pain can't be against me. My mama can't be against me. My daddy can't be against me. Because the word already tells me that this would happen. My God, my sister can't be against me. The city can't be against me. The state can't be against me. Come on now. Nothing can be against me. Why? Because God is for me. My God, my creditors can't be against me. Nothing can come against me. Nothing can stop me but me. <laughs> Nothing can stop me but me. My God, this means God will give me help in every circumstance. Come on, y'all. In every situation. That means if there is something presenting itself where it looks like it's coming against me, God is with me. He's helping me. If God is for me, guess what? I can get a promotion. Come on, y'all. If God is for me, I can get married again. If God is for me, I can get the house. If God is for me, I can start the business. If God is for me, I have the strength for the addiction. I have the strength for the trouble. My God, you need to let that sink in. My God, if God is for me, I can make the sale, Juanita. I can sell the houses, Juanita. It don't matter what the market look like, Juanita. I'm still going to walk in the fact that God is for me. Come on, y'all. Take back your authority today. This is what it means like to command your morning. Another one. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Psalms 118.24. This whole scripture can change the whole course of your day. My God, it's a choice to choose to rejoice. It's a choice to choose to be happy. It's a choice to not allow your circumstances and your situations. This is the day that the Lord has made. My God, and if the Lord made this day, guess what the word of God says? It's daily, lift, it's daily full of benefits. Oh my God. So I'm not going to worry about whether or not I got enough benefits for the day because he already told me he would daily load me with benefits. My God, his word already.
already says he would give me my daily bread. My God, his word already said health is my reasonable portion. So I'm not going to wake up looking for what all is going to go wrong today. No, this is the day that the Lord has made. Man didn't make my day. My husband didn't make my day. My children didn't make my day. My ministry don't make my day. No, whether or not I got money or not, don't make my day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rejoice. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be glad in it. My day going to end up just like I expected it. I expect my day to be good. I expect my day to be great. I expect to receive favor today. I expect that I'm going to be loved today. My God, no, this day ain't going to go wrong. No, I'm not going to take no, I got to go to work again. I gotta go deal with my boss. No, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I'm gonna rejoice in this day. I'm gonna be glad in this day. Lord, I'm gonna thank you for another day. I'm gonna thank you that I'm alive. I'm gonna thank you that my fingers walk. I'm gonna thank you, Father God, I got toes. I'm gonna thank you for every hair on my head. I'm gonna thank you for my lights. I'm gonna thank you for my water. My God, see, some people in Texas still having problems and issues with their plumbing. I'm gonna thank you for my car. I'm gonna thank you for gas in my car. Because I remember what it was like to not have gas in my car. I'm going to thank you for the food in my refrigerator, Lord God. I'm going to thank you, Father God, that I am healthy, wealthy, and wise, Lord God. I'm going to thank you I got eyes to see, Lord God. I'm going to thank you. I'm not going to complain. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to praise you all day long. I'm going to make a determine this is going to be a good day. Why? Because you are a good, good father. You are a good, good father. I'm going to receive grace and mercy all day long. I'm going to receive your favor all day long. There is no circumstance. There is no situation that you will not help me overcome. Another thing to confess over yourself daily. I am healed. Come on, y'all. I am healed. Don't wait until you sick to determine you are healed. No, Isaiah 53 and 5 said it. First Peter 2 and 24 confirms it. I'm healed by Jesus strike. It don't matter how I feel. It don't matter what my symptoms say. It don't know no matter what the doctor said, it was finished at the cross. <laughs> Come on now. It was finished at the cross. So speak to your body. Talk to your body. Don't talk to your body when it's feeling bad. Talk to your body when it's feeling good. My God, body, I am healed. I am healed. I am healthy. Talk to your mind. I am mentally well and healthy. Jesus already paid the price. He said, I'm healed. When your body is out of line, speak to your kingdom. You are out of alignment with the word of God. I'm healed now. I believe it. I receive it. No weapon formed against my body shall prosper. Take authority over what the word of God says. And even though the symptoms may be presenting itself, remind yourself, you know what? Grace is sufficient. Grace is sufficient. Grace is sufficient. My God, grace is sufficient, right? Another thing to confess over yourself, I don't believe in defeat. I don't believe in defeat. My God, I don't believe in defeat. I'm not going to give up. I don't believe in defeat. I'm not going to give up. Even if it looks like I'm not winning, there's some lessons I'm learning. All things are working for my good. I don't believe in defeat. I'm not going to be defeated. My God, let me find the scripture to find with it. I, we get, you know, we fall down and we get up. 
Absolutely. You fall down. A just man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. Only the wicked are overcome. My God. So you don't lay down in defeat. You don't lay down there murmuring and complaining. You don't lay down pitiful. You take your stance in the word of God. You are not a victim. You have victory in Christ Jesus. One, I can do all things through Christ and this strengthens me. That's Philippians 4.13. Do not accept defeat. You are more than a conqueror. Romans 8.30 and 7. This is why I don't accept defeat. My God, Jesus gave me the victory. That's 1 Corinthians 15 and 57. If Jesus gave me the victory, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If he gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ, why would I accept defeat? Why would I accept something not working? Why would I not ask the Holy Spirit, help me out of this? Show me this situation. What am I missing here? But I'm not going to lay down and die. I'm not going to lay down and die. I'm not going to I'm not going to lay down because life and death resolves are in the power of my tongue. Come on now. He will always cause me to triumphant. My God, he will always 2 Corinthians 2:14, 14, 14, but thanks be to God. My God, but thanks be to God. Come on y'all, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us. Put it in your word today. Put it in your notes today. But thanks be to God who in Christ Jesus always leads us in triumphant procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. Your life, your life is going to be a living pistol. Your life has got to line up so that your life gets the glory of God. So God can get the glory out of your life. Come on now. So now I have the mind of Christ. Stop saying, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't know what I'm thinking. My God, my mind just ain't the way it used to be. I don't have a good mind. My memory ain't what it used to be. No, I got the mind of Christ, baby. I got the mind of Christ. I got the mind of Christ. I, mm -mm, I have the mind. I have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.16, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. No, baby, I got the mind of Christ. I walk in the mind of Christ. I'm tapping into the mind of Christ. If there's something I don't understand, James tells me to ask for the wisdom from a this is not about my ability. I'm not going to limit myself in the equation. I'm not going to think it's not about one plus one equals two. It's about the mind of Christ. It's not about the college degrees. It's not about the certifications. Now I have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is going to help me handle every difficult situation. I'm going to tune into the Holy Spirit and I'm going to walk in the mind of Christ. If I walk in the mind of Christ, I got spiritual wisdom. If I walk in the, walk in the mind of Christ, I will always know what to do. My God, the spirit of the Lord will speak to me. He'll say, turn this way, turn that way. Don't make this deal. Don't make that decision. Don't buy this house. Don't buy this car. Turn to the left, turn to the right. Why? Because I am the mind of Christ. I'm the mind of Christ. My God is not in my ability. It's the mind of Christ. Often I sit here before I start teaching you, my God, I need you, Holy Spirit. You teach through me. My God, I cannot teach them. You have to teach them. Why? Because I have the mind of Christ. Come on, y'all. Another one. I'm blessed. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and I'm through. I'm blessed and highly favored. No, I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. If I say I'm blessed, I don't have time to complain. Woo! Come on, y'all. 
If I say I'm blessed, I don't have time to complain. And I'm not speaking out of fear and I'm not speaking out of doubt. I'm speaking on what the Lord says. I'm blessed. Every spiritual blessing. Christ says in Ephesians 1, every spiritual blessing belongs to me. So when I say I'm blessed, I'm talking about the spiritual things of God. Come on now. I'm blessed because I have every spiritual blessing. I have everything I need. Every spiritual blessing is mine. And then I'm a blessing to others. Come on now. I'm a blessing to others. I'm not a hindrance. I'm not in the way. My life honor and pleases God. Colossians 1, 9 and 10. For this reason, we have always prayed for you. Ever since we heard about you, we ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will, with all the wisdom, all the understanding that his spirit gives. Then you will be able to live as the Lord wants and will always do what pleases him. Your lives will produce all kinds of good deeds and you will grow in the knowledge of God. My God, I'm created. I'm a blessing to others. I'm a major blessing to others. God is giving me resources for every project. My God, when you pray that way, you talk that way, you don't pray selfishly because you understand God got you. You understand the prophetic word that's been overspoken to you. Then you get in the mindset, now nah, I was created here to be a blessing to others. This ain't about my healing. This ain't about my family. This ain't about my, my God's going to give me what I need so I can be a conduit to a kingdom, so I can be a blessing to others, so I can be a change agent in someone else's life. I got two more. Everything I do will prosper. Woo! My God. My God. My God. Everything, I'm not going to get up and it's not going to work. I'm not going to get up and I'm not prospering. As a matter of fact, he said in the book of John, he said, as your soul shall prosper, may you prosper and be in good health. So when I start talking prosperity, I'm talking about spiritual blessings. I'm talking about my line. My life aligns with the will of God. Now, everything I do, I'm not going to do something and it don't work. My God, we play ourselves small. We place a, you know, that's a false sense of humility. When I learned that, well, you know, even if it, if it only but just one person gets a t-shirt from me today. No, if God gave you a God-sized idea, he called you to make impact and influence on a certain group of people. Yes, the one is important, but the magnitude of what he's calling to you is even more important. So when I say everything I do prospers, I'm taking the limitation off. Woo! Come on now. When I say everything I do prospers, I'm not prospering it. He's prospering it. When I say it's going to work, I'm not making it work. He's making it work. Everything I attach to should prosper. Everything that I do should grow. Everything healthy things grow. The business should grow. The ministry should grow. If it's leveling out, if it's standing, the relationship should grow. Everything I do, everything I touch, everywhere I go, my feet shall be blessed. My marriage should prosper. My children should prosper. My finances shall prosper. My health shall be in prospering. My hair ought to be growing. Everything I'm attached to ought to be prospering. Growth should be established in me. My God, the fruits of the Spirit should be evident. Come on now. I'm not going to downsize myself. I'm not going to 
play it down. I'm not bragging to myself. If God called me to do it, it should be growing. It should be manifesting. It should be ministering. It should be serving purpose into the lives of other people. If the business is only serving you purpose, my God, then something is out of alignment. God doesn't give us businesses just to serve us purpose. Come on, y'all. If the ministry is only serving you purpose, no, something is out of alignment. My God, it should be be creating so that it can be a blessing to others. Come on now. My God, everything I do prospers. Deuteronomy 28 and 13. And this is not sometimes. This is all time. The Lord will make you the head. Woo! Come on, somebody say it with me. I'm going to get out of here. I know y'all got to go to work. The, the, the Lord will make you the head. And can I tell you something? If everyone connected to you got to prosper, it ain't enough for them just to be prospering. You got to believe for yourself. You got to believe for yourself. You can't, wow, everything next to me, connected to me, blessed. Guess what? You got to be the conduit of the blessing. You got to be the connection in the blessing. We can't have no weak links. We can't have no gaps. My God, that's why you ain't got no time to be hating on nobody. This is why you ought to be believing for somebody's business to be blessed. Because it's all, it's really supposed to be running over onto yours. And, and then hers is supposed to be running over to hers. It's really supposed to be a conduit. When you get to tables, you're supposed to pull other folks to tables. When you got a platform, you're supposed to bring other people into your platform. You ain't supposed to be the only writer. You should have a team of writers. You ain't supposed to be the only teacher. You should have a team of teachers. If God calls you to be a deliverer, you should, come on, can I say that, Holy Spirit? Yeah, you're supposed to birth other deliverers. Come on now, my God. So everything I should do, Deuteronomy 28, 13. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, and that, that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. You will always be at the top. If you always do what God asks you to do, you always going to be at the top. You ain't never going to be at the bottom. Come on now. Deuteronomy 28, 8 and 9. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do. He will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you. You don't establish yourself. God will establish you as his holy people, as he swore to do. This is God's purpose. This is God's plan. God said, I'll guarantee a blessing. Come on, y'all. He said, I'll guarantee promotion. I'll guarantee increase. If you do as I ask you to do, as if you're willing and obedient, you're going to eat the good of the land. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. You're going to, because you're willing and obedient, you're going to eat the good of the land. You ought to expect a blessing. You got to expect a blessing so you can be a blessing to someone else. You got to bless, you got to expect a blessing. Last one. No evil can touch me. <laughs> no evil can touch me. My God, we've been quoting Psalms 91 for years, but those who live in this verse, my God, those who live, who really live in this verse, who understand Psalms 91 and 10, no evil can touch me. That means can't nothing touch my body. That means can't nothing touch my health. That means can't nothing touch my family. That means can't nothing touch my money. That means can't nothing touch my property. That means can't 
can touch my relationships. No, no evil can touch me. I'm going to declare Psalms 91. He who dwelleth, Lakeisha who dwelleth, Javen who dwelleth, Jaleel who dwelleth, Josiah who dwelleth, Jermaine who dwelleth, Lyric who dwelleth, Logan who dwelleth, Shiloh who dwelleth, Casey who dwelleth, Zayden who dwelleth, Deshana who dwelleth, Ramonda who dwelleth, Stasi who dwelleth, Jennifer who dwelleth, Jeanette who dwelleth. Come on now, Tracy who dwelleth, Jessica who dwelleth. I'm taking possession in the word of God because God, your word says that no, I'm not going to worry about evil. I'm not going to worry about the reports and the news and all that other stuff. You said he who dwelleth, Kimberly who dwelleth, Andrea who dwelleth. Come on now, everything connected to my address, my street, my city, my state, my nation, my world, anything. No evil can touch me. No evil can touch me. So I'm not going to worry. When the enemy tries to come in like a flood, the word is going to become the standard. No evil can touch me. That's how I command my day. That's what I say. That's what I believe. That's why I believe what I believe. Because this is what the word of God says. My God, command your morning. Take control of your day. Know what the word of God says. Don't mimic. Get your spiritual truth. Seal up the cracks in your foundation. So the enemy won't, can't you. He can only use against you what you don't know. Oh, I'm out. Oh, I'm out. He can only use against you what you don't know. He can only use against you what you fearful in. He can only use against you what you won't stand in. He can only use against you what you don't have authority in. You got to go command your day. You got to talk to your day. You got to speak to your day as if life and death. Let me give you this and then we out. Remember we've been in Psalms, in Proverbs 18, right? It says, we, we started reading it. It says, number seventh verse. I'm going to start, I'm going to start in the uh, fifth verse. To show respect to the wicked person is not good, nor to push aside and deprive the righteous of justice. A fool's lips bring contention and strife and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin. Say, I'm not going to be no fool. I'm not going to be no fool. I'm not going to be no fool. I'm not, I'm not going to be no fool no longer. I'm not going to be no, I'm not going to be no fool. It says, as in his lips are the snare of his soul, the words of a whisper, a gossip, are like dainty morsels to be greedily, greedily eaten. I'm not going to be gossiping. I ain't got time to be gossiping in this season. I ain't got time to be gossiping in this season. It says they go down into the innermost chambers of the body to be remembered and mused upon. He who is careless in his work is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. This is the 10th verse. The righteous run to it and is safe and set on high, far above evil. When I do it in Jesus' name, when I run to the word, I'm set on high, far above evil. The rich man's wealth is his strong city, and like a high wall of protection in his own imagination, when I get rich in my own, in my own imagination, I think I'm safe, right? But that's not true. Before disaster of the heart of a man is haughty and filled with self-importance, but humility comes before honor. He who answers before he hears the facts, it is folly and shame. The spirit of a man sustains him in sickness, but it's for a broken spirit who can bear it. That's why we build ourselves up daily so that when we're not feeling well, my God, 
the spirit of the Lord will build us up. So let me tell you something. Um, Josiah has been standing in healing. If you've never heard his testimony, we'll have to get that on another day. But I was looking yesterday. He stayed home because he had an allergic reaction to something. And he stayed home. And I was looking. And his Bible was turned this way. And he had a card in his note. And I looked I looked over there, and I'm paraphrasing because I cannot remember all the cards. I was so overwhelmed. I could not remember what all the cards saying, but his Bible was laying there. He had the TV on, and he had this tense card going up. And not to mean you, he had some confessions also that taped to his wall that my husband confessed. So I know what we do is powerful, right? Because the, the word that my husband confessed is taped to his wall, and he confesses those daily. And it, and, and it said, the summary said this, this is the year for my total healing. That, that's, that's what it said. It said, that's what the little card, I leaned over there, I looked and said, what is that? It said, this is the year for my total healing. Come on, y'all. This is, he said, this is the, this is the year that I walk in total healing. My God, this, this is the year that I walk in total health. He's been confessing healing since 2015. Has it all manifested yet? But guess what? He constantly says, this is the year that I walk in my total healing. My God, Father God, <laughs> command your morning. Oh, let me tell you what I wrote on my, my post-it note. This is what I heard the Spirit of the Lord say as we were worshiping and praying. Now, go and enjoy your day. Come on now. Now, go and enjoy your day. You have already set and commanded your morning. Now, go and enjoy your day. Go and enjoy. Go and enjoy your day. Go and have the best day ever. My God, command your morning, command your day. He said, go and enjoy. That's what the Lord said to us today. Now go and enjoy your day. Expect to have the best day ever. Go and enjoy your day. Father God, we thank you for permission to go and enjoy our day. And we're going to do just that. We're going to go enjoy our day. We thank you, Father God, for the word that has been spoken over us. We thank you, Father God, that as we command our morning, command our day, we take authority in Christ Jesus. Why? Because this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Be bold, Father God. Thank you that we are bold. Be bold in our faith. Be bold in your faith, the Lord says. In Jesus' name, amen. Two things. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. My God, my God, two things. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, this is your moment. All you got to do is repeat after me. This is how you become bold in your face. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. John 6 and 37 says, Him that cometh unto me, I will no way cast out. It doesn't matter what you do, he will not cast you out. Romans 10, 13 says, well, Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10 and 13. If you receive this prayer of salvation, please send us an email. Info at justbeinglmj.com. And we would love to connect to you and send you some materials. My second thing to you is if the Lord places it on your heart to partner, to sow, to give to this ministry. My God, go over to the website. Can I say that? Oh, we give 20, we give 25% of what we bring in back into our communities. Like that's big for us. That's just part of it. That's part of it. We partner with a national and international organization to put feminine hygiene kits into the world. I'm not trying to bait you. I'm just telling you we're responsible with what you give us. My God. So if the Lord tells you to partner with the ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God. Do not forget Pillow Talk with your teens. I want to teach your young ladies to do what.
what I'm doing here today with you guys. Don't forget Pillow Talk. Invest in your daughters. Invest in your daughters. Last day to register is Friday. Invest in your nieces. Sponsor somebody else. Don't. I need to teach them. I need to pour this into them this Saturday. It's going to be a working workshop. They get a Bible. They get a journal. They get a water bottle. They got lip gloss. I got mirrors. I'm going to teach them how to speak to themselves. All of that is coming in their swag pack. They're going to get four hours where I teach them how to battle and overcome their self-esteem. Um, stay connected. Go subscribe. LakeishaMJohnson.com. See y'all back here in the morning. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God. Oh, oh, today I got an interview. Oh my gosh. I'm on Tamika Hall's, the Tamika Hall show tonight. I think at 530 Central Standard Time. I'll drop that information. Make sure you plug in. She's going to interview me and tell more of my story, right? We're going to tell more of my personal story. I love you so much. Stay plugged in. Don't forget to share the devotional. My God, love, peace. As my grandmother used to always say, peace. Those are her hands behind me that you see on the wall sometimes. Love, peace, my God, and blessings. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Go and enjoy your day. Go and enjoy your day. Go and enjoy your Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.